Riley, the voice of Alice Nakari on Food Wars, and you're listening to a Toonami Faithful Podcast exclusive. Welcome to Nami Faithful listeners. I'm your host CJ, alongside with Sketch and Paul Pascrillo here, and we are with a very special guest today. Hey, it's Christina Kelly. I play Alice Nockery in Food Wars and mine in Akamega Kill, which we're both on Tsunami. Welcome back. She has been a huge fan of the podcast as well as the Block Tsunami, so it's always a pleasure to be able to get a chance to speak with you, as I'm sure Paul and Sketch would agree. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh, Whenever she so hits us up. Me back. <laughs> Whenever she hits us up, we do we do one. So there you go. <laughs> so pretty much any so pretty much every week when she's like, Hey guys, it's like, Oh, well, I guess it's time then. <laughs> so we've just been putting that off for five years, apparently. Apparently, yeah. Yes. It's not like well, we've thank been you busier. So much for having me. Of course, of course. Uh, last time that we spoke, obviously, it was very Akamiga kill heavy, which for good reason. It's it was a very popular show, and I know a lot of the cast and crew enjoyed it as well. But this time, it's probably about a show that's it's going to be predominantly about a show that I think was even more requested and more popular than Akami Got Kill of Food Wars. There has been such a fanfare to get that show on the block, especially considering how different it is compared to typical Toonami shows. And I'm curious on your reaction when you found out that the show was finally going to be on the block because we didn't get to talk to you when it actually happened. Yeah, um, I was so surprised. I had no idea that the show was going to be on Toonami at all. I, I found out like you guys, it was just this big announcement and there it was, you know, and uh, we, you know, we had recorded Food Wars let's see, it started airing last summer. I mean, we had recorded Food Wars two years before that. Like, the first season had had already been done. And, um, yeah, I mean, it was just a really big surprise. And the show is very shonen-themed. Like, even with the, the cooking scenes, they're very battle-esque and very, um, they're, they're very fight scene you know, with all the slicing and dicing and, you know, yelling and everything. So it's very action filled and fun and i i love i love the show and i love the characters they're colorful and they're cool and um dynamic so it's, it's a very cool show i love i love food wars very much so and i think the thing that uh paul and i at least both noticed when uh it was first announced not only were obviously the people who were directly involved such as sentai and the cast and director were really pumped i saw a lot of uh, of your colleagues, whether it be, you know, from like Funimation Studios or an, out in L.A. or New York, everyone was like, oh, my God, this is coming. This has been a long time coming. I can't wait for Food Wars. I remember like specifically uh, KG Tang, who obviously isn't in the show, was like, it's one of my favorite shows. It has to be on tonight. Like he was so pumped and couldn't have been more supportive for you guys. So I was curious how much uh, you guys were aware of like all the love that the show was getting when it was finally announced to air on the block. No, I had no idea that there were so many people that were, you know, pumping it up and that wanted it on there. I had I had no idea. I wouldn't think, you know, Food Wars would would be that. Um, I, I would have thought that something uh, like, is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? I don't know if you guys are familiar with. That oh, one. I love that show. Mm-hmm. I figured something like like that would have ended up on there. But um, no, I, I guess. I guess I never would have thought that Food Wars would be there, even though it is such a such a popular show. Uh, 
in America and in Japan, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a very popular show. Um, but I, yeah, I had no idea that there were so many other people that were such huge fans of it. And, um, but I did go to um, a big anime convention called anime week in Atlanta. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that one. And, um, I went to that convention back in November of last year and, uh, I met a lot of the Japanese guests and, um, one of my friends, Lisa Wilkerson, she's a big, uh, She's a big, uh, famous translator, and uh, she's done a lot of voiceover. And she's had a, an amazing career that I really admire. And she translated for me throughout the weekend um, with a lot of the Japanese guests, and they were all super big fans of Food Wars, and they were very familiar with it. And they, it's like all over Japan, like everywhere. So, um, I guess I just didn't realize how big it actually was. <laughs> mm. So it's just me, I guess. But um, yeah, that's it's really cool. It's really really cool. And I'm curious on how familiar the, uh, that you were, at least a little bit before you were cast in as Alice, but how uh, familiar were you with the property, such as whether it be the manga or uh, any kind of fan art or stuff along those lines when it came to, to that? Yeah, I, um, I, had, I had heard of Food Wars before um, I was cast in it um, because I knew it had that since I had licensed the show. So I was kind of somewhat familiar with it. And um, obviously I've seen it, you know, like talked about on, uh, and featured on like Hulu and other platforms and uh, like seen advertisements for it. And I knew that there was a manga, but um, yeah, like I said, I had no idea it was this popular and um, had this much of a fan base. Uh, and it's definitely bigger, I think, than uh, Akame Ga Kill. It's much, much bigger. And, th and that is a big show. And it's, it's kind of cool because it's getting kind of getting a uh, some traction again now that it's um on netflix which is cool but um it's uh yeah food wars is huge um it's really big it's probably in one of like the top 10 in japan right now it's pretty it's pretty big it's very popular so, well they do keep making more of it <laughs> yeah i know I, I don't even know if this is the if the fifth season is is gonna be the last season i think it is i'm not sure though i think it is i yeah. think i heard that Are they yeah, I think it is, but they didn't say it was the fifth and final season, so I don't, I don't know. We'll see. I guess we'll have to find out. <laughs> Sketch, maybe we'll get a, a spinoff series with Alice and uh, Irina, right? Yeah, <laughs> that would be Alice and cool. Irina, the college years. <laughs> yeah, that would be very cool. That would be really, really cool. Wait, those girls aren't going to college. They're just going to be famous. <laughs> Skipping that. Right, right, right from the academy straight to famous know. chefs. They're just yeah. gonna skip college and go right to being famous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, it's been a very fun show to work on. I, I enjoyed it very much. So uh, there's still more to be done. So <laughs> I, I have to ask just because, like, I find that every story when this question's asked, and I'm sure Sketch can attest to this. It's always different. What was your reaction when you first saw the hook of the show with the food gasms? Cause like there's such oh, so thought... many different stories with that, and like it's just wild. Uh, you know, it was all. It, I thought it was hysterical. Um, I, uh, you, you know, we just go in and we, like anything that we record, we just we just have fun with it. And you know, luckily working with Kyle Jones and Ricardo Contreras is always is always a good time. So as goofy and ridiculous as it is. It, it was, you know, it was all fun. It was very, it was, it was funny though. You know, it's, it is, it is ridiculous. So 
Um, but no, I wasn't like, oh my God, I could never. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. it's just, uh, it's definitely yeah. left its mark with uh, the angle of that, I think. And so it's just, it's always interesting hearing how everyone kind of sees it for the first time, just like, oh, so it's going to be that kind of thing. Okay, well, here we go, kind of thing. Instead yeah. of like the typical screaming that you would get. I I felt like my my food gasm could have been bigger and better, but Kyle said it was just fine. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, so I was like, all right. I mean, if you're good with that, then I'm good with it too. You know. So. To be fair, once Alice showed up, that whole aspect had kind of been toned down a bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the really ridiculous ones happened very early on. They did. They really did. There were some crazy ones at the beginning of that show. For sure. For so, sure. so how much did you enjoy getting to voice Alice? Uh, obviously, she's one of, you know, uh, central figures, I guess is a good way of putting it, uh, when it comes to the show itself. And I'm curious on your feelings and reaction to being a part of you know, a very, very integral uh, chef within Totski. Yeah, um, I love the character. She's very smart and witty, but she's also very goofy and fun, you know? And she's not as um, serious as her cousin, Erina. And I, I always like playing those kinds of characters, you know, the girls that are, you know, funny and and cute, but still very smart at the same time. And she has her, you know, her little boy toy there. And <laughs> I just, I love, I love the character. Um, and, uh, you know, the, her, her, the way she cooks is very dynamic and scientific and unique. And I think that's another reason why a lot of people like her is because of that, that quality and that, that type of food that she cooks and the way she talks about it. It's, because I've talked to fans about it before. And this one guy I met actually at an airport, not even at a convention. I was in an airport lounge and uh, we were, he was there with his family. And we were talking about jobs and they asked what I do. And I told them, you know, that I do English dubbing for Japanese anime. And he said, Oh my gosh, I love anime. And he was from Ireland actually. Oh. And um, huh. he said, what, what shows have you done? And I said, well, um, I'm right now I'm in a show called food wars. And he said, Oh my gosh, who do you play in food wars? I love that show. And I said, I play Alice Knockery, and he said, oh, my goodness, that's my favorite character. That's literally my favorite character in the whole show. My best friend cooks in that same style that she does. Oh. It, it's so cool. It was so cool. So, yeah, I, I, I love Alice. She's definitely one of my favorite characters um, that I've voiced so far. And there have actually been quite a few. And I, can, I still consider my – I'm very, very new to this industry. But I can say that – of the ones I've done so far, she is one of my, in my top five, most definitely. I mean, let's be real. I feel like every character you get to voice is your favorite. <laughs> like, we can't, we can't make you be like, oh, yeah, I didn't like this. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Yeah. I mean, they all have a special place, but, you know, there are those, there are those few that are definitely, you know, more special than others. <laughs> as, as hard as that is to say, it's, um, yeah, she's, She's for sure in my top five. Absolutely. And uh, what blew me away with her is is kind of what you alluded to earlier, how her cooking style is vastly different from all of her uh, colleagues. You know, like everyone's good. Like that's not up for debate. Like ever you have if you you have to be good to be in Totski, but her 
her level of like understanding not only how to make good food, but on a scientific level to make it uh, tasty is something that really blew me away. I don't know if you felt the same way with it, but I thought her style was very uh, unique enough to be able to like really make her more memorable. You know what I mean? I think what makes her most memorable, however, is just her personality. Yeah. Such a standout in the cast because she's, you, you never quite know what's going on in her head. Like what her motivations are. She's a very interesting character. Yeah, and she seems very dark at the beginning. I think she gives that off, but I it's I think it's more of a as an intimidation thing. And then you see her goofy, quirky, wild side, you know, come out. And uh she's she's just a lot of fun. I think that's why people like her, you know, she's just got this gravitas to her, you know? Well, it's funny. Uh, I'm very uh, familiar with the manga. Like, I was obsessed with reading it. I thought it was fantastic. I love the artwork. And I think the one thing that Food Wars does better than pretty much any other type of property that I've read or watched is are the stare downs, which is super important because unlike, you know, like a show like Black Clover or a show like Dragon Ball Z, you can have, like, these amazing choreographed fight scenes. Well, in Food Wars... It's more about what they're doing with their hands, with their eyes, with their mouths, you know, all the sense trying to illustrate what the senses are doing to the characters. And I found her stare down with Soma during the autumn uh, selection uh, arc was one of the most uh, goosebump riddled thing I've ever like read and seen. And it was it's just so cool when Soma finds out who's his first opponent. And that like that was pretty much your coming out party, too, considering we get bits and pieces of Alice. And then all of a sudden, boom, right in the spotlight, facing Soma at the beginning of even season two. And uh, I, I'm sure you, I, I'm hoping you at least felt those same kind of intense moments, even though there wasn't much action and just really uh, a little more just those nonverbal cues and those, uh, I guess, a little uh, trash talking words, too. Yeah. And, and like I said, you know, at the beginning, she seemed kind of dark to me. So I I didn't know that she had this other side to her so it was kind of like a learn as you go thing but yeah she she was she had that just like this total change in the middle of you know the the standoffs you know and then you know then she loses the cooking battle and then she has her whole thing with rio and it's 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 really interesting her her whole i think she's a little different from some of the other characters um she kind of reminds me of the guy with the uh the the cinnamon clove a little bit. You know what I'm talking about? He's got the ponytail. She's like one of her, he's like one of her other little boy toys. Much to his chagrin. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I, yeah. Like, what are you doing pushing me around woman? Yeah. It was, such, I mean, that was such a cute little scene where they're all kind of working together, but I love the, the relationship she has with Rio. Cause, and they don't like sexualize it or make it like, weird it's just them they're just like this pair and they're always together and they've they've been friends for forever and you don't kind of know where the relationship's gonna go you know and and i like that i love that i love it whenever anime doesn't go there you know (laughs) yeah you know you know what i'm saying though like it's it's really cool so i i love their the relationship between the two of them have you tried cooking like alice at least once oh heck no no (laughs) That is a bunch of math and like the 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 type of 
uh, I can't think of the, what is it that she uses? The, like the freezing material that she uses and everything. It's like thousands and thousands of dollars. Like you have to have like a special specialty, like kitchen for that kind of cooking. It's, <laughs> it's really interesting and unique. So, so sketch, yeah. we have to get a, either a GoFundMe or just write it off as a tax thing to be like, what is for research? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely would say my, my cooking style is probably, <clears throat> probably most like, uh, the Italian brothers. That's kind oh, of more my style. The Aldini brothers, right? Yeah. yeah. Aldini. yeah. I love that's that. That's definitely more my style. Yeah. That's my whole background as Italian cooking. That's where <laughs> I learned. So, yeah. What would you say was your favorite uh, scene to record for Alice when it came mm. between seasons one and two, since we haven't seen three yet? I would say the first battle with Soma. That, nice. that one. That's my favorite one. Um, but I also love the scene where she's like, I beat you, little Miss Helper. You know, whenever she mm -hmm. uh, beats Erna's uh, little right hand uh, girl. <sighs> right. That was a that was a good cooking battle too. But I think the one with Soma was my favorite so far. And so. and besides Alice, do you have a favorite chef? Uh, <laughs> it's tough when it is. I'd your probably character. say I'd probably say um, Soma and and Rio. But I also love uh, Joe Ichiro, uh, Soma's dad. I like that character, too. Man, it seems He's like really everyone cool. likes the dad sketch. <laughs> yeah. I love him. He's awesome. I love that character. And I, and I love Jay Hickman. So uh, Jay Hickman just brings this cool sexiness to the character, and, and it, it makes it more fun. So <laughs> I, I enjoy it a lot. But I, I love Blake Shepard so much. <laughs> I admire him so much. And he's just, he's a brilliant actor. He's a brilliant voice actor. And um, he's a great guy. So I think that's another reason why I love the character too. So <laughs> I, I um, think Blake did a great like job Soma. too. Like matching what the Japanese uh, Soma sounded like. They sound eerily similar. It's really kind of creepy in a good way. But like, they do. It sounds so similar. Yeah, they do. And they uh, do. I will say this. Next time you see uh, Jay Hickman, ask him how him and his family saw Food Wars for the first time. That is a wonderful story. <laughs> I will definitely ask him that, next time I see him. That was sure. the funniest thing. Sketch wasn't wasn't uh, privy to be on that interview with us, but he listened to it and he couldn't stop laughing for it. It's a good one. Now I want to hear his story. I'm going to have to ask Jay Hickman. What was or you could listen to the interview. No, I mean, she could, but I think it would be just as funny. Well, she could ask him in person, which would be even better. Yeah, because yeah. he'll probably okay, be like, I'll oh, ask him in person. those two Nami people again. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'll I definitely ask him when I see him. I will uh, at least ask you this, considering Food Wars kind of has, at least the anime so much, it's kind of been in a weird spot. First season starts up, you know, really popular, 24 episodes. You get season two rather fast, and it only does half that. Goes back to 24 episodes in the third season, and then it goes to, like, more halves for the fourth. And it's kind of like, well, what do you think is going on with that? Like, doesn't that seem weird? At least to you, with, like, looking on the outside? I don't know. I don't know if they were, like, I mean, I guess it's not necessary to do, like, 24 episodes a season. I 
I don't really know. I I feel like some ja- shows in Japan are doing that right now. Are they not? Are they not? Some of them I feel like aren't doing full twenty four episode seasons. Right. It's just if I've always found it weird. Like, for example, Attack on Titan took like four years to get to season two when it made it made gangbusters and like popularity and whatnot. One Punch Man not only had a long layoff between season one and season two, it switched studios. So I'm just weird. It's just it looks weird how on the outside looking in, and obviously. You know, you're not privy to anything going on in Japan and whatnot, but it, it, yeah. just, it feels weird that it kind of I would lump it more into that kind of subgenre of like other popular shows that kind of had these like weird circumstances. And I'm just it does it feels weird to me considering how much the show has been requested even after the fact it debuted. Like it wasn't one of these like slight or flavors of the month with a new simulcast. It was like this has been something that you know people on this podcast has been championing and that a ton of fans have been championing to get on tsunami and yet it's almost as if like it's not getting the type of love that it deserves it seems weird yeah do you do you still feel that way because i still feel like it's getting a lot of hype you know i I do yes and i and apparently now it's going to be on netflix that was like some rumor that i heard um but i don't know uh (laughs) but i i feel like the show is um very popular and um, will probably still continue to be popular even when it's when the show is done airing um it's just it's just different from everything else you know there's there's nothing like food wars out there you can have all kinds of mecha anime and fighting anime but with food wars the creator did so much research on you know the style of cooking and each character has its own cool way of uh, and look you know, of co- and the way they cook, it's just, it's so unique compared to other animes out there. Mm-hmm. There's nothing else like it, that, at least that I know of. Yeah. So, yeah, it's cool. I want to just, Sketch, I want to just take that part right there. It's cool. Just, there we go. That's all we need. <laughs> it is cool. I mean, it is. It's awesome, yes. right? I mean, oh, absolutely. Nothing I, like it. No, no, no. I just think that's like underselling it in a sense where it's just like, it's cool. There we go. That's the headline right there. It's it's amazing. Okay, cut that. <laughs> cut that. Food Wars is amazing. Uh, How's that? Is that better? No, it's delicious. I mean, no, it's delicious. It's delicious. We're definitely mm, we're definitely delicious. we're definitely teasing a little more than anything. <laughs> um so I think, and this is something I'm sure Sketch is curious to, how, give us a little tease about season three, because obviously uh, you finished dubbing it, it's, since it's out on home <laughs> media and whatnot. Give us a little, uh, wet the appetite a little bit when it comes to this third season of what fans could be looking forward to. I think it's a little more serious in this season, because the students get kicked out. Some of them do, at least. Some of them get kicked out of the school because... Um, I don't want to spoil it, but, you know, Aaron, Aaron's dad shows up and, um, yeah, it's just a little bit, I think it's a little darker. It's still fun, but it's a little darker than the other, the other two seasons. So be prepared for that for sure. (laughs) I know that is, uh, I know a lot about what goes on, at least in the later stuff. Uh, that is a wonderful, wonderful villain. And, and if you know what I mean, not necessarily like, oh yeah, I like him. It's more like, oh, he, He's very easy to root against, isn't he? Yeah, he's he's an a-hole for sure. <laughs> he's a total a-hole. And there's like a whole scene where Alice is like talking to her uncle and she's defending her cousin. And it's uh, you see a whole other side of her that 
um, you don't see in the first two seasons. Which, which is again why she's probably a huge favorite among a lot of fans. I, I like her eyes too. I like the red eyes. I, I just I don't know what it is. I think they're really, like think of like a sneaky cat kind of thing. She she has that aura really well. She is very cat like. That's a very that's a good comparison. She's very cat like. <laughs> but uh, it wasn't just Food Wars that we wanted to come talk. Although I mean. If you want, we can talk about Food Wars for another, like, three hours. Like, that's all. That's always fun. <laughs> but uh, Sketch did notice quite an interesting uh, list that you had about favorite anime. And I want him to kind of take the floor and set up what I think it was a very, very interesting thing that I even caught as well. Sure. Yeah. So, you know, as, as people are bored, <laughs> a lot of things like, what are your top ten favorite anime have been circling around Twitter? And you did a list, and interestingly enough, nine out of ten all been on Toonami. And then you even added the caveat that you had forgot about a show that you wanted to add to that list. So, I mean, obviously, you not only have been a Toonami fan, but you're still a Toonami fan, so... Yeah. Um, Tell us about I, that list. I, I realized it after I posted it. I was like, Wow, like, and it's it's interesting because you can see by, like, the year, like, how early on some of these shows were on there, and then, you know, to now, like, it, it's kind of cool, I and after I posted, I was like, wow, some of these were on when I was really young, and then throughout my teens, and now, um, but those are, like, some of the best shows out there, I think, and I, and I love Attack on Titan, too, I forgot to add that one, but, um, yeah, like Inuyasha was one of the things that kind of sparked sparked my interest. It was Outlaw Star was one that kind of hooked me, but I was so young when that came out. I was like, I want to say I was like seven years old, like six or seven years old. Um, and I think I saw it around that time. I think I might have been like seven or eight. I can't, I can't, I really, I cannot remember. But I, <laughs> that was like back when, that was back when Tsunami was on in the afternoon that's how long yeah. ago that was so um yeah and uh you know cowboy bebop and uh inuyasha and now it's um sword art online and michiko and hachin and uh uh demon slayer and parasite like all these shows and they're all so good like they're all so good i think that sword art kind of kind of had some had some interesting arcs like in the later seasons but like the first two were pretty solid um, and I really liked that show a lot. Um, and people thought that Inuyasha got a little repetitive, but like, if you finished it, like if you saw it all the way through, it had a pretty solid ending. So, but I, I mean, I could talk about my list for forever. So. <laughs> I, w- I want to make the observation with Inuyasha, even though it was kind of an endless journey, each episode, however episodic it felt, it was, it was just a good time. So it, it's one of those shows that, it could just keep going on and on and on and it, it wouldn't necessarily get too stale because each episode was kind of fresh in its own way. So when it actually did end, it was kind of like, Oh, we're just getting to the end of the serialized story and it's not quite as entertaining to me, but yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I, I really enjoyed the show. I rewatched it not too long ago. I watched the entire thing and I watched the movies in the correct order and that made a really big difference. Um, but I really loved the show and the, the character, like the characters are such a good ensemble and the voice acting is so good. And, 
I, I, I just, I loved it. And I talked about it with one of my uh, other friends who's also a voice actor. His name's Mike Kaimoto and he's worked with me on a couple of projects, but we talked about it and we talked about how good the voice acting was. And we were, they, I was talking about how, like, I hope that they never try to redub or touch this show because it's just so well done. You know, I, I really enjoyed it. I know that some people could probably, you know, protest to my opinion, but I really, I enjoyed Inuyasha a lot. Um, and the, the characters are, they're all just so sweet and, cute and strong and and so i love sango and she's a big badass cat lady like me and i love her so <laughs> love it so what was you got uh, that sequel coming yeah i was about to say how do you feel about the sequel the continuation i got so excited about the sequel and actually um sentai licensed to rumiko takahashi's show uh a few years back we haven't dubbed it yet rene yeah Yes, and I hope that we dub it, and I hope that I just get to be in it because I would die. <laughs> but um, I would, I would, I would die if they licensed the the remake. You know, I have no idea who's gonna who's gonna get the the rights to that. So we'll just have to wait and see. It would be cool if they got it though. Uh, yeah, they oh, did this get it? Yeah. Oh dang. Okay. So I, I guess that, are they dubbing just gonna it spend a little more time in Los Angeles, I guess. <laughs> are they dubbing it or are they distributing the manga? I think uh, both. both the manga and I believe they also licensed the anime, which was interesting because it was like the show was announced and then they announced, "Yeah, we got that." <laughs> oh, okay. Jeez. I had no clearly idea. a coordinated That's awesome. effort. That's awesome. So it's we send co- Christina to LA when they're doing a casting call. What? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. Would Who be knows cool. how long that series will last? I mean, it's you know it's being built from the ground up, so yeah. <laughs> well, I guess this yeah, is yeah, that would be cool. This is kind of a perfect time to ask about uh, the fact that you're not just doing dubbing for Sentai filmworks anymore, but you're also dubbing for Funimation. Yeah, I I wasn't uh, working at Funimation when we talked last. I hadn't worked there yet, but um. I met Jerry Jewell at a convention and he gave me my first shot at Funimation and actually a pretty, a pretty decent role. I was in this show called, uh, can Calais. It's like the Kantai collection. It's about the ship girls. Yep. And it's, it's a really popular show in Japan and I had no idea, but, um, I mean, it was everywhere. My friend Meg McDonald went to Japan not too long ago and she was like, that show was literally everywhere. It was so, it's so popular. Like there are just, there's merchandise for it everywhere. And I see merchandise for it at conventions a lot too. So it's a pretty, it's a pretty big one. And then, um, I, uh, I did a couple of other shows and then I did a show with Mike McFarlane and then COVID happened. So, uh, you know, it's just, things are a little slow right now, but I, I love Funimation. I love every, I mean, I love everybody that I've met that works there and I've, you know, made a lot of good friends from there so it's it's a cool place to work and um but i've also worked a lot at sentai since uh we last spoke i've been working there pretty pretty frequently and consistently and i've been doing all kinds of cool different projects which is awesome so the big one that i like has been real girl that was so good oh man oh, that's so yes. good yeah that was actually my first like leading lady role. Oh, really? Oh, that's awesome. 
Yeah, that was like my first one where I was like the lead role, like the lead female role. I nice. like I've played other like lead parts, but this was like the lead, you know. So that was really special. And I I remember getting that phone call. I was actually having a really bad day when <laughs> I got the phone call that I got the parts because I hadn't. I I I just. It was just a rough day. I remember that. And I didn't think that I actually got it. And um, I get the phone call and our, our booking guy said, oh, yeah, you, um, you're you going to uh, I need to book you for uh, Shannon Reed's new show, Real Girl. And I was like, oh, OK, who am I playing? Like, I thought that I got like like a small role or was like some Waller background stuff <laughs> or something. And he was like, oh, yeah, you're playing um, Iroha. And I was like, is that? that's the lead part. And he said, yeah, I think so. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, that was so special. And I love, I loved being part of that show. And Aroha is such a strong character. And you kind of, you kind of get confused like with her journey and where it's going to go. But the, but the ending is just, it's so good. So if you haven't seen it yet, you should definitely check it out on High Dive because all the episodes are there now. So if you don't have High Dive, you should get it. It's cheap. It's really and, good. Uh, it's really, it's really good. So good. There's so many good shows on there. So mm. many. So uh, give it a check out if you haven't seen it yet. So how Similar much? Similar but different. I, I definitely want to talk about uh, another leading lady. My girl, Which Yoko. One? <laughs> Coco. How could I oh mess that up? God. I am ashamed. Okay, Coco, Coco Kaga. <laughs> yes. Yes. Love Coco. Uh, me too. And and that show was cool because they're not in high school, they're in college. And I think that's yes. why it's so popular in Japan. And yes. they're more they're a little bit more mature. I say mature very lightly because Coco ha- <laughs> is like a total roller coaster emotionally. So um yeah, I that was another great show. And that was also directed by my friend, Shannon Reed, um, who's a, who's an awesome director. And, uh, we loved working on it and it was, it was so, you know, it was a little different, you know, compared to the other female characters that I played. She just, she's just an emotional wreck, you know, throughout, throughout the beginning, but you can't help but love her and sympathize for her and, she's had a really hard life, I think. And then she, she realizes she thinks that she wants this one thing. And then she realizes that that's not at all what she needs or what she wants. So, um, yeah, that was a, that was a great show. If you haven't seen golden time, golden definitely time. check that. Out <laughs> you sure. mentioned Mike earlier. He's your, he's your co Yeah. He plays my, he's my, he's my love interest in, uh, in golden time. And he did a very good job. He was great. Mike's a great guy. <laughs> I forgot how yeah. much Sketch really liked that anime too. Actually, oh, I yeah. was over the moon when I heard it was done. See, I already owned it on Blu-ray because I support anime. <laughs> and then, it was like, <laughs> oh well. I always said if they dubbed it, I would buy it again. So my yeah. hands are tied here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I'm the dub was work. really well done. We had a really solid cast. It was. Uh, Caitlin French, who's in No Game, No Life, uh, Scott Gibbs, Mike Himoto, me, and um, a couple of other uh, really great actors are in it. Um, so it was a pretty solid cast. Um, spot on, actually. And Sketch, I, I know exactly what you mean. When Sentai announced they dubbed Snafu, I lost my shit. 
So, yes, I, I totally get what you're saying. Oh, comes. and in Snafu, you get to be the mean girl. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I was in Snafu. Yeah, I played the more, the mean, mean girl. I don't know what it is. John Swayze has a thing of casting me as, as blondes. Like, <laughs> like me, me and Benji blondes. But he, he gives me such good opportunity. Actually, some of the, some of my favorite roles I've done with um, John Swayze. Uh, I was in uh, Review Starlights. And I was in um, Takanomi and Waiting in the Summer. Oh, Takanomi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. such a fun show. And re- Release the Spice. Yes! Yes! Yeah. I had to review that. That was so good. Yeah, and uh, Snafu was fun. And I lo- I liked playing, playing uh, I think her name was Yumiko. Mm-hmm. I think that was the character's name. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, she's very sassy, and mm-hmm. uh, but also still kind of sad. You kind of get to see a part of that character that, you know, you she likes this guy, and you think like people think that she's one way, but she's actually really sweet. So, yeah. So, but, uh, so as you can see, the last time we spoke to Christina, she's been in a lot of interesting and good shows. So you should probably check them out. Just, just saying. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I really <laughs> have done quite a few things since we last spoke i mean that was five years ago gosh feels like an eternity ago i've moved so many times since then and uh just kind of worked worked my way up sort of you know and, and met so many amazing people since working in in the industry it's been it's been a really fun journey it really has has it felt like a culture shock, especially considering you get to walk into Funimation not as uh, like a fan, but actually working there? You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm pretty sure yeah. like for a lot of fans, it'd be like, holy crap, I'm actually walking into this building to do something. That's crazy. It, it was extremely intimidating at first um, because, you know, you don't you don't know anybody when you walk in except for the director that, you know, that you've already met. And, and Jerry's awesome. and He's really sweet. And um but it was still kind of like, wow, I'm walking into this huge building that's produced so much cool work that I really like. And now I get to now I get to work here. It's pretty. Yeah, it's kind of shock. It was very shocking at first. But now I'm like, oh, it's cool. And I see people that um, that I, you know, admired before that I've met and uh, get to get to work with, you know, now they're my colleagues. So it's, it's cool. And uh, I think kind of the, the thing I took away, at least when it came to your top 10 list, is you're still watching Toonami every Saturday, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I try. I definitely try to, um, especially, uh, you know, when Food Wars was on in Akame. And I, and I try to tune in whenever, um, whenever I can. But, you know, lately it's just I, actually surprising I have been so busy, like the last uh, few months. But I definitely tune in and try to participate with uh, Jay Hickman and Kyle Jones when they watch Food Wars because that's kind of <laughs> fun to go back and forth with them. They, uh, you know, they're witty. <laughs> they are awesome. I love those two. You know, I was going to ask, um, how has it been since this whole COVID thing uh, has has been happening? Like, have you have you been getting regular stuff? And are is there like are do you have like your own kind of like at home booth right now so i'm actually getting ready to 
to build my house. So I haven't invested in setting up any kind of equipment yet because that's just mm -hmm. a bitch to put together and then take down. Excuse <laughs> my language. But um, no, to answer your question, I have not invested in any kind of at-home recording equipment quite yet. Okay. But when I get my house, I definitely will. To answer your question about have I worked between since, you know, the outbreak and the chaos and now – Yes, uh, I started a project actually right before COVID had like, you know, ha every you know like before everything started canceling. That was when I started a project, and then okay. we had to postpone recording. And uh, I just I stayed home, and uh, my fiance I, I wasn't actually engaged whenever we spoke last, but now I am, and. Um, but he and I, uh, just kind of stayed home, but he got to still go to work and I was just figuring out ways to keep myself busy and, um, uh, just kind of waiting everything out, you know? So, uh, we finally kind of started slowly, but surely started to get back to work and, um, we have finished a couple of things, but it's still very, very, very slow. It's not going to probably right. go back to normal for a while, mm. but the, but Sentai has been great about disinfecting things and keeping us safe and keeping the director safe and the sound engineer safe. So, um, yeah, but it, as far as like things going back to normal, I mean, that probably won't be for a while. So okay. but hopefully, hopefully someday soon in the future. So you've been, so you've been basically going in still recording every once in a while, basically you would say, yeah, I mean, it hasn't okay. even been a, it hasn't even been a handful of times, mm -hmm. you know, it's just, it's very, very slow right now. So, okay. Like everywhere, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> and I right. think some places right. haven't even opened back up yet. And the places, some places are, you know, sending home recording equipment to some actors. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, are, are you, but, are you looking to like, once you get your house, are you looking to like build something in there yeah, I, i'm gonna invest in some you know basic recording equipment like you know a good pop filter a good mic um some other uh sound uh proof things for my i'm probably gonna put some things in my closet honestly that's where most of the people i know record mm -hmm. is in a small confined space like a closet because of the clothing you can you can keep sound out easier that way um but yeah, uh, it'll probably be towards the end of the year. But, you know, it's I, I can be honest. If I can be honest with you guys, it's you have to really go in to, to record. A lot of places don't do not allow you to to record from home and do like Source Connect. They want you there in person so they know exactly what you're doing. And, you know, it's just it's just easier for them. That's what that's what right. they want. So. Right. Yeah, I was just I was just curious if, if that was going to be something that you were going to do in the future. Absolutely. Absolutely. I definitely plan on investing in my own kind of equipment for sure. That's mm. just good to have in case you have to do a pickup from home and you live out of town or, you know, whatever. So, yeah. Mm. Very informative on that part. That's uh, yeah. very interesting. Yeah. I was curious because obviously since I still putting out some dubs over the past couple of months, and it's like, well, did they record those a long time ago? What's, <laughs> has this just been uh, a slow process? It's I interesting. Think some of those, I think that some of those, uh, we did record a while ago, but I, I don't know because some of them, I'm, I, I'm not in some of those. Like I was like, we, like we did bang dream and that was, that was recorded a while ago. And, you know, Saint Seiya, obviously that's been ongoing for a while as well. So, yeah. 
But the other ones, I'm not sure. Not sure. Mm. You'll have to ask those directors. Well, ah. uh, well, sketch. I guess we're going to Houston, huh? We're, we got to get yeah. to the bottom of this. <laughs> I ain't taking no planes anytime soon, man. <laughs> yeah. I am, however, up for a road trip. Well, hey. if you do, if you do get on the plane, you'll have to quarantine yourself for 14 days. So that means we so. get to stay yeah. So in you Houston. won't be taking no meetings at Sentai. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I had to actually, I got on a plane not, not oh, like a while ago. I want to say it was like two months ago. And um, you, I mean, you had to sign like a paper when you got off the plane saying that you were going to stay quarantined for 14 days and that a, a cop could show up at your house to check and see if you're there. I mean, it was crazy. That's uh, a rather intimidating for sure. <laughs> it was extremely intimidating. Yes. <laughs> you had to like. You had to put your address that you were going to be at. So, oh. yeah. So where, like, when you got off of the plane, even if you were going, like, somewhere that was, like, eight hours away, you had to, like, put that address. And you have to be at that address. Jeez. And you could get in a lot of trouble if you weren't there. So, yeah. Well, yep. I'm just staying home. You ain't catching me anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, easier, easier to stay home, for sure. <laughs> Uh, it's funny. Usually how we end these things is usually like, hey, Christine, is there something you want to plug? But you kind of already did with talking about the shows that you've been recently doing. I know Release the Spice, guys, if you haven't checked that out, I would definitely recommend it. That show blew me away. It was so hilarious. Uh, That's a fun one. But uh, I do one. I do yeah. recall seeing on Twitter that you're doing a giveaway. So maybe you want to plug that to tell our listeners. I am. I'm doing a giveaway. Uh, I will be uh, signing and sending... Uh, a copy of my own personal copy actually of uh, waiting in the summer. It's a sci-fi anime and it's one of my favorite roles that I've ever done. I talk about it all the time and it's a great show. And if you want to sign up, you can, all you have to do is um, follow me on Twitter at, um, at Christina with a capital C Marie with a capital M and a capital K. Um, and then you have to retweet the post and like it. So it's pretty easy. So follow me retweet it with a comment or just retweet it and uh, leave a comment. And then I will pick a winner for the giveaway on the 27th of June. So that's 10 days from today, which means so. we got to put this out pretty soon sketch. <laughs> yeah. Or you can, you can also retweet my uh, giveaway video. You can retweet that. that I think we did actually. Did you? Oh, I, th I think you. we did. <laughs> Thank oh, you. yes, I already did that. No, yeah, no, no. Yeah, I thought so. But it's still good to, like, for listeners who might not have seen it or might not have caught it, be like, oh, I'll do that right now kind of thing. It's always nice. Yeah. And you Friends of the podcast get that treatment. Ooh. <laughs> when do I get that treatment, yeah. Paul? That's what I want to know. You get that treatment all the time. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's just a... My, my friend Molly Cersei did a giveaway, and I was like, oh, my gosh, Molly, that was such a good idea. I should totally do that. And she was like, do it. But um, I, have a, I have a couple of really cool, um, awesome prints coming out, too. So people should definitely be on the lookout for that. And um, a couple of other big announcements will be coming soon, but I can't say what. Just, just be on the lookout. So, um, yeah, I really appreciate you guys having me come back and, you know, responding to my messages. It's, you know, it's been a while and, you know, I'm a comic God kills gotten some more traction and hype again since it's been on Netflix. And that's been so awesome to, to see because that show was so good. And I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> it was awesome. 
It's, so. I mean, it's still the, you know, pe- people will argue with me, but it's still the number one, the highest rated show on Toonami. So. Premiere, premiere. Is it really? Premiere, premiere. yes. Yeah. Wow. Premiere. Yep. Yep. Nothing's beat it That's yet. That's awesome. No, yep. nothing That's will awesome. ever beat that. But uh, no, no, I just know. Not anymore. <laughs> I just know how big, like, or how much of a Kamiga fan or a Kamiga Kill fan Christine is because she read the manga. She knows. She knows where all the bodies yeah. are buried in that. And like I tell Sketch every I time, do. no Tatsumi slander around me now. You can't do that now. Yes. <laughs> Don't talk about my Tatsumi. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I I really appreciate you guys having me having me back on, and so much has happened since then, and so many good things have happened since then, and I I feel so lucky to be where I'm at, and I've gotten to work with so many great people, and yeah, I I can't wait to see what the next five years, you know, has in store. Hopefully, no children for me, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely a wedding, but you know, hopefully, hopefully, no kids for a while, so. Just lots of uh, work. Just lots of work, hopefully. <laughs> it's a working wedding, right? So, absolutely. absolutely. Hey, I can, I can tell you, kids aren't bad. It's just the work that you have to put in sometimes. No, no, yes. no kids, please. No, kids are, kids are great, but I'm still like, oh, my God, I'm so, I feel so far behind in my career, you know? <laughs> well, so, yeah, but I, no, kids, kids are awesome. If that does happen, I have 14 years experience, so there you go. Oh my goodness. God bless you. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God, my kid is 14 years old. What the hell's wrong? Oh my goodness. I'm getting old. Wow. Well, oh my gosh. They were like a little baby when I was watching the show. Yeah, well, let's see. Five years ago, so he was nine. Nine, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. That's oh a baby. That That's is... still little. Uh, yeah. So now that we all it's feel getting old. little more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, uh, Christina, yeah. thank you so Don't much for soon. taking the time to talk with us. It was such a pleasure to reconnect as always. We always enjoy when you get to join us and get to talk to Nami, all the goods. All yes, the goods. thank <laughs> you. Thank you so much. And um, I am going to be at Anime Fest uh, Orlando this November. So if any of you live near in the South or live near Florida, you should totally come and say hi. That would be really awesome to, to see y'all. So yeah thank you so much for having me i really appreciate it absolutely absolutely thank you everyone for listening don't forget you can check us out on all different types of podcasts uh websites such as soundcloud apple all the all the good stuff so definitely definitely go and check those out sub subscribe to it if you can support us if you can do all the nice stuff because we like to give you good content we try to at least but uh thank you for listening and hope everyone has a great day Bye, guys.